You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 261. Today, we're going to discuss what to do when your spouse doesn't support you. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Webber here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I am your host with the most. I only say that because it rhymes. But how are you doing? I'm so excited. Boy, this is an episode I've been wanting to do for a while. And we're just going to get like right into it just a second. But hey, did you notice? Because we've been talking about it. We've been bragging about it. Really, you know, because we got to celebrate. But we just hit 3 million downloads on the podcast. Maybe it's like 10 people just listening to every episode 3 million times, but it's still 3 million downloads. No, it's a few more than that. But I, I, if you're listening now, you're one of our listeners that have helped get the word out. You've listened. You've listened multiple times to multiple episodes. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I've been doing this for like three years now, right? Three, three years and some change. Well, even longer if you want to count the first episode I recorded and then sat on for six months, hesitating and waiting like most of us do. So thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Oh, you guys just like every day are tagging me in your stories, posts in your feeds. You're recommending me in Facebook groups. I see it and I'm just so thankful. So thank you. You're amazing. 3 million downloads. Here's a 3 million more. And here's doing it in like a fraction of the time because we want to get this message out to even more people. And we're seeing the differences. Like I can't tell you how many of you write in and just say like how much your life has changed because of this and it just makes me so happy so now you go out and and change people's lives that's the whole point okay go forth and impact all right well here's something that may be getting in the way of that you may resonate with this episode because of the title perhaps your spouse or someone close to you could be parents could be boyfriend, girlfriend, could be kids. I don't know. Boy, I've never heard the kids not believing in us. They usually believe in us, right? Friends, business partners, even team. But those next to you, especially the spouse, doesn't believe in you and doesn't support you. This is a doozy. I'm sharing this episode because if you didn't know, actually, specifically on Instagram, over 70% of my audience now is women. Did you know that? Whenever I tell people that, they're really surprised by that. I don't know, but it is what it is. I'm always like, where are the dudes at? Where are my bros at, bro? But it's 70% women. And uh, I love working with women. And one of the ways in which I look at these podcast episodes and my coaching and the work I'm doing with people at a seven-figure level, a six-figure level, people just getting started, like all across the board, is I've been doing this for 12 years obsessively. Healthy obsession, James? This is teetering on unhealthy, (laughs) but there's a massive obsession. Like I love business. I love marketing. I love teaching. I love coaching. I love what people are calling mindset and all this crap. I love spiritual weird stuff. I love all of it. And I love helping people. So I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And the way I look at my life is in these 12 years, I've gone through a lot of problems. I've had a lot of upsets, 
a lot of failures, a lot of crap. Oh my gosh. And every single one of those I'm so grateful for because when someone comes to me and they need help, I can just sit there and go, and this is when I went through that exact same thing. (laughs) And here's how I got out of it. Wow. You know, true knowledge comes from experience. And so the more experience that you acquire through your life means the more value you get to provide to other humans. Now, ironically, what's interesting there is that most people are unwilling to go acquire that experience. Kind of creates this catch 22, doesn't it? It's like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to do something wrong. I don't want to make a mistake. And it's like, yes, you do, because that's going to give you more value so you can go on and help other people. Would you rather learn from a 10 year old or like someone who's 80 years old, who's been living their best life and doing something that you want to start doing, right? More experience, you know that. So this isn't about getting it right and getting it perfect and avoiding failure. It's about acquiring experience so you have more value and gifts to offer others. You can't give what you don't have yourself, right? So I look at that and that's, that's really helped me. Even when I go through something today, I'm like, one day this is going to help somebody. And that's why I'm able to help a lot of people. Interesting concept, right? You think you can only help people if you do it all right and don't make a mistake. What the heck is that nonsense? Well, there's your first lesson for the day. However, I've had a lot of people come to me, customers, clients, friends with an area that I'm like, man, I've never had that experience before. And that's usually women, wives, where their spouse doesn't believe in them, doesn't support them. And that's what today's episode is about. But I want to start there because this is something a lot. I mean, I've had people just come up to me after events in tears and they're like, everything you said was amazing. And I believe in myself and I want to do this, but my spouse doesn't believe in me. They don't support me. Now I've never had that. I never had a spouse that didn't. My wife today absolutely believes in me, but that's cheating. She came on, she met me after my business was already successful. She had no choice. She saw the evidence of it. So I've never had that experience. However, I have a unique perspective on this and it's going to be very different than I think you're waiting for because most people who are coming to me with this are telling me is they want me to come and fix their spouse. (laughs) I try and get them to listen to your episodes and they just say, what does this smart SOB think he knows? What does he know, right? So I'm going to offer a very different perspective and the different perspective is going to include, I'm not going to teach you how to fix your spouse. I'm not going to teach you how to convince him. I'm not going to show you what to say to get him on board. In fact, by the end of this episode, he will not be on board and he may not for a very long time. But what I am going to offer is a different perspective that by the end of this episode, you'll know that you don't need him to get on board. Now that's still going to be a hard pill to swallow for some people. So what I'm going to really ask is you just keep a very open mind to what I'm offering here and what I'm sharing and you get to try it on and it's going to be new information. Some of it's going to sting a little bit and then you get to choose if you want to use it or not because it's not about me being right or you being wrong or anybody being right or wrong. It's about trying on perspectives that work. Do they get results? And if you're here, you want to grow your business or start it or get clients or make some freaking money. And this is a perceived limitation or hurdle that's thwarting that goal. So the perspective that you have ain't working. If it did, you'd have the money you want. Have you ever considered that? So try out a new perspective today. 
and know that anything I am saying is coming absolutely with as much love and compassion as I possibly can. Now, obviously I've never had that experience of being in a marriage where the person I was with didn't support me. Now, I, my beautiful wife has definitely had times where she's like, you're crazy. <laughs> That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. That's crazy. What are you thinking? But I had enough of a track record for her. She's like, but you know, you've never steered us wrong before. So go have at it, kid. You know, that's usually how my conversations with my wife go. It's just like, what are you thinking? Which I never know what you're thinking, but go ahead and let's see what happens because it's worked out in the past. So I have to assume it'll work out again, right? But if you're just starting, there's not much of that track record. So, you know, maybe you don't have that. But again, I still believe that I can offer perspective, even though I haven't had that personal experience. And I want to tell you the first reason why I've never had this experience of not being able to move forward because my, my someone significant in my life didn't support me because I want to be very clear. I've actually had many people not believe in me my entire life. In fact, most people never believed in me except my mom. My mom always believed in me. There's this one time where she almost dropped her unwavering faith. It wavered for a moment And this moment, I was trying to sell my bartending book, bartendforprofit.com, and um, it's 200 bucks. And the only way at the time, we didn't have social media back then, kids, okay? The only way I was trying to sell it was Google AdWords. And I screwed up. I left my Google AdWords on and I forgot and it kept debiting my account. And I woke up one day and I was $400 withdrawn in my account, which means I wasn't broke. I was negative $400. Now I was already about 10 grand in debt. So now I had just no cash. And then every day the bank was taking out a $35 withdrawal overdraft fee. Remember overdraft fees? What the heck is that? Overdraft fees. Like what a joke. Like, well, you know, I'm already overdraft, you know, and now you're just making it worse. <laughs> like this is such nonsense. Hey, we're going to take more money away from you because you don't have any money. Thank you, bank. Right? Ridiculous. So anyways, (laughs) I was desperate and I called my mom up. I said, I'm negative 400. I need 500 so I can just go positive. And now if I'm being really honest, this was about the fourth time that this had happened. And I remember she said, she's on the phone and she's at work and she's like, she just had this like loving sigh where she's like really digging deep for some patience for her son. And she said something to the effect like, okay. I know you're going to make this work, but when James, when I can't keep this up. And I just felt so much like there's this mix of like compassion and belief in me, but like, ugh, the patience was wearing thin. And I was like, Oh man, I felt, I felt really bad. That was the last time I ever had to ask her for money. Probably my entire life after that, that was the last time, but she still believed in me. She knew it was going to work. It was just like, when we can't keep this up. You can't keep asking me. I was already living in my house rent free and, You know, like they were buying my groceries and stuff if I wasn't eating my Subway sandwiches. So I want to be clear that really no one believed in me. Even my dad, he would do things that I interpreted as not belief. So for example, he didn't know that he doesn't understand still to this day. I mean, he doesn't, he's in his late seventies. He doesn't understand the internet. He's never really taken the time. So it's really always funny that his son is an internet social media person and he's knows nothing about it. So he didn't understand, right? He didn't understand. So there's no, there's no understanding. There's no compassion there. And so he would just see me in my room, not going to a job, not having very much money, but in front of the computer. And he just, he doesn't even grow up with the concept of working in front of a computer. Like he's out in the field. He's a real estate agent. 
doesn't spend that much time on a computer. And so he would come home from work and come down to my room and he would be so excited. And he'd say, James, good news. I'm like, what? And he's like, and he would name a restaurant down the street and he'd say, they're hiring. They got a bartending position. I just talked to the manager there. They're looking for a bartender because I'd been bartending. Now that's the dad that loves their son and wants to support them and help them. I didn't see that at the time. I interpreted that as he doesn't believe in me and maybe didn't, didn't believe in the idea that I was going after or, and then not because he didn't believe in me, but because he didn't see it. But I chose to interpret that as my dad doesn't believe me. It would get me really upset. I would get really mad by that. But, you know, so I would interpret that as no one believed me, but even everyone else around me, like they laughed at me. I have great story of when I first created my first sales video for bartend for profit and I put it on my first sales page and I was about to go live. I was like a week or two away from going live and I go to my friend's house. There's a bunch of friends over for like a little party get together thing. And I was like, guys, you got to see what I just did. Now we're fresh out of college. So they're all getting their serious jobs. Like, you know, I work at corporate exec inc.com. Um, this is what I spent my whole life preparing for. It was this moment. I'm 23 and this is now my dream job. And, um, and they talk like that too. And I remember showing them the whole video. I made them sit through the entire sales video. It's like 10 minutes talking about how to bartend. And I'm in a bow tie and a vest behind a bar with a bottle. And the video ends. I thought it was so good. And I remember this is moment of silence. And this girl at the party just starts laughing like uncontrollable laughter. Like that just like like I'd never seen this person laugh like that before. I had experiences like that all the time. And just about every friend that I had at the time, I had people say, you know, like close friends, like, are you going to get a real job already? Girlfriends that would dump me or not go out with me because I didn't have a job. They didn't understand what I was doing. I remember being accosted by the friend of a girl that I'd started dating saying, I'm not going to let you date my friend because I don't want her to date a deadbeat. Okay, so I had all kinds of experience of, of evidence of people not believing in me. But what I'm saying is I never struggled with that. You see, every single one of those people that doubted me fueled me. When that girl laughed at me, I smiled so big. It fired me up like you wouldn't believe. To me, when someone doubted me, it was such and I really want you guys to get this. It was the evidence that I was on the right path. And let me tell you why. Everyone that doubted me had the life that I didn't want. Have you ever looked at it from that angle? The people that were doubting me, I just looked at them and I said, well, have they built an online business? No. Are they even entrepreneurs? No. Of course they're going to doubt me because they have a completely different model of their world. I want them to doubt me. I should be nervous if they believe in me because I don't want what they've got. And that's the thing that the career world and the employee path is a very different path than the path of the entrepreneur. So that was the first confirmation. This was, Oh, thank you. Good. Cause I don't want what they have. And so I'm just like relating that or superimposing that over your spouse. I'm, you know, 
again, I'm not trying to say like oh, jobs are wrong and no one should have a job. No, the only thing is wrong is not doing what you know you were meant to do. Being in a job when you know you were meant for something different, like starting your own thing. But a lot of the times when I hear this story, the spouse is in a career path. Great. Awesome. Please, no judgment. But that's a very different world. It's a very set, a different set of thinking. So that's the first thing. Okay. But the second thing for me is that it fueled me because now, now I was driven to prove them wrong. Now, again, I'm not going to go say, yeah, go prove your spouse wrong. I'll improve your relationship. That's not what I'm saying. But for me, in my context, that's why I didn't struggle with this because, because it lit a fire under me. And ultimately what I'm getting at is that I just created an empowering meaning around these external circumstances. I made it mean, yes, this gives me more reason to do what I'm doing. I can't wait to prove them wrong. I can't wait to show them. And it, that could be something you do. But I'm here to tell you that if you're struggling because you don't have the support of your spouse, it's not because of the support of your spouse. I mean, yes, it makes it easier. I get it. I'm not going to say it's going to make it any easier. But it does make it easier when everyone around you supports you. Totally does. But their support or lack of support, no one's support or belief in you has any bearing whatsoever on your results, on your vision. The only thing that does is your belief in the vision and in yourself, period. So the only reason that we would be struggling with not having the support of our spouses has nothing to do with the support but with the meaning or interpretation we've created about it. They don't support me, therefore I can't do it. Therefore, I don't support myself. Therefore, I don't believe in myself. If you look around, you can go read any successful entrepreneur's biography. Every single journey, every single story started with the same theme of no one believing in them. Well, they all made it. It has no bearing whatsoever, but it's part of the journey. It's part of what you signed up for because... That's what the very nature of entrepreneurship is. You see, when I said that, you know, someone on a career or employee path lives in a very different model of the world. Well, here's what I'm talking about. Most people, and this is like more of a job career oriented person, lives in the world of I'll believe it when I see it. And if you're taking that model into your world as an entrepreneur, you will fail. You'll never get anywhere. And I going to tell you that right now, just like smack in the face. If you're waiting to see it first before you believe it, how long are you going to be waiting? The very nature and skill of an entrepreneur is their ability to see something that doesn't exist. So the entrepreneur's model of the world is, I believed it, therefore now that's why everybody else sees it. You know, Wayne Dyer, right? I think that was Wayne Dyer. But that is how successful entrepreneurs think. You must believe it, see it in your mind and believe what you see in your mind before it ever exists. That's the only way it can exist. What an employee, career-oriented person is doing is they're painting their canvas on a paint by numbers. Here, here, John, we just need you to come in here. We need you to paint the red. Uh, number two is red and paint the threes over here is green and the five is blue. Just paint it in these little areas and do the job and you can see it right in front of you and here's your instructions and do a great job and we'll give you a raise very clear what to do entrepreneur you're just given a blank canvas right you've heard me say this analogy before and go paint whatever you want you paint out in the world what you see and believe 
100% in your mind first. So I'll tell you, when I was doing that bartend for profit thing, I believed in myself 100%. Took longer than I wanted and I would get really frustrated. But I just knew. I knew. And I just, I wouldn't let doubt creep in. I just knew it. And what I focused on, and I've told this story before, in my mind, I wasn't visualizing money flying down from the heavens and my bank account going up or anything like that, which is cool. You can totally do that. I love that. I do. I've done that before. What I was focusing on is this nasty email, this nasty passive aggressive email that I was going to write to all my friends once I made that first sale, just rubbing it in their freaking noses. And that just, I'm telling you, that fueled me so much. I knew every word of that email before I wrote it. I didn't even know I was, I was manifesting and visualizing back then. I knew every word, word by word that I was going to write before I ever wrote that email on April 18th, 2008. I made that first sale. The first thing I did is I called two or three people. I think it was my mom and then one of my best friends. And then I wrote that email word for word. It was, it was already done. You know, it was like in my mind and it was just done. So that fueled me because I had a new empowering meaning associated with someone's lack of belief in me. And this is so important because like I already said, someone else's belief in you has absolutely no bearing on your success. Their perspective, their lack of ability to see what you see has no effect on your revenue, on your results. On your performance, I get that it can feel a lot easier when a bunch of people support you and you're going to learn why in a moment, but here's what is going to affect your performance. Here's what is affecting your money, your success, your judgment of their perspective. Ooh, this is where it starts to get a little tough. See, we're sitting here saying that the only way we can be successful is that everyone in your life has to believe in you just as much or more than you believe in yourself, which basically means they're not allowed to have free will of their own thoughts and opinions. They're not free to think what they want to think. That the world can only be right and just in order when everyone thinks the way you want them to think. And I know this is a really hard pill to swallow, but everyone has free will. Everyone can choose to think what they think. And all of a sudden we're now judging somebody because they're not thinking the way we want them to think. And here's where it gets really hard. The moment you judge someone for thinking, you know, a different thought than you want them to think, well, now you've made them wrong and people don't like being wrong. So now their effort is to avoid being wrong. So they're now going to back reinforce and fight for their perspective. You're just giving them more cause to not believe in you by making them wrong for not believing in you. And that's why it it usually gets worse and worse. And so really, this next piece is, can you just be at peace? Can you just accept? Can you just let somebody, as hard as, I know it's hard. I'm not saying this is easy. We can make it simple. We can't make it easy. That's up to you if you want to make it easy. But can you just let somebody be with their perspective? Because I'll tell you this, as being a guy, being a man, especially like in a marriage, there's a lot of pressures in society and, you know, ego and stuff like that to like, I've got to provide got to be the provider. I've got to protect. I'm in charge of survival, putting a roof and meal on the table and all that stuff. And guys are doing the best that they know how to be the man, you know, especially in a very turbulent time where 
you know, there's all kinds of, you know, topics around what masculinity is, what being a man is. And it's really helpful to remember that every guy is just doing the best they can with what they've got. And for a lot, doing that whole, that pressure of the survival and, and providing and being the provider and the protector, a lot of that for them, the only way they know how to do that is to worry, to stress, and to work hard. That's how I used to operate. I mean, so I, I really get that. I was my dad. Let me worry. Let me stress. Let me work hard and work even harder, <laughs> you know? And so the real challenge, the invitation is, can we be with that? Can we let the person that we love be with that perspective? Because they're, they're not doing it because they don't necessarily believe in you, but because they're doing the best they can to be the best person for you. They want to provide they want to protect and you know a man's entire identity can come into play and be threatened when they see that maybe something could threaten that protection even if that means their spouse that wants to start a business so it's a hard thing to do but if you're fighting it if you're fighting them on it if you're making them wrong for that if there's a judgment of it they're going to push back they're going to fight for that need to be right about their perspective. So obviously, if, so, if this is an episode that's relevant to you and your spouse doesn't currently believe in you, fighting or convincing them to believe in you, has that worked? Has it turned the tides? Most of the time it won't. And it's because from their vantage point, they probably don't feel heard. They don't have the compassion from you. So maybe a tough pill to swallow, but a different strategy to try on to see if you get a different result. And again, I know this can be challenging, but I want to remind you that what you're committed to for yourself, the results that you want, the impact that you want, the business, the vision, everything that you see, it will be determined by one thing, your belief in it. No one else's. That's what's so awesome. It doesn't matter what anyone else believes. So I don't want anyone thinking that from this episode forward, that if someone in my life doesn't believe in this vision, then it means it can't happen. That's, that's not true. That's not how it works. It's your vision. And if you're struggling with them not believing in you, it's because you're letting their lack of belief affect your belief. And that's going to take us to this last piece. And this becomes the toughest pill of all to swallow because this puts it back on us in a major, major way. This is the last piece. If someone in your life has any lack of belief in you, that is simply a reflection of your own doubt in yourself. Yeah, that's a tough one. So when someone doesn't believe in you, someone close to you, like there's going to be negative people that don't know you and just want to judge. I'm talking about someone that knows you. I'm talking about someone that gets to know you. If they don't believe in you, and again, you want to try this on as a different perspective. If they have a lack of belief in you, it's simply a reflection of your own doubt, especially if it's triggering you. In fact, you're just triggering that response in them. And that's the evidence. If there are people around you that don't believe in you, that should just be evidence of, oh, I actually am bringing that out 
in them. This is me. I don't believe in myself fully. And when I say this to some people, they're like, no, no, I do. It's like, try it on. You can lie to others, but you can't lie to yourself. Because the fact of the matter is, is if someone told me today, right now, I don't believe you. In fact, I've had it. I've had it happen. I still have people when we tell them the vision, they say like, no, that's not possible. It has no, it's just like oil on water or water on oil. I don't know. It has no bearing. It doesn't trigger me. I don't get upset. Okay. But if there's an upsetness in you and they're saying it, that means that the lack of belief is present within you, that you are not 100% pure and aligned with your vision in, in terms of your belief. And when you don't fully 100% believe in your vision, what you're creating, your business, your goals, your outcome, you will not do what it takes to make those dreams a reality. This is like the red flags, the indicators like, hello, blink, blink. This is uh, getting your attention. Okay. So think about this for a second. Can you think of someone like maybe at an event, you went to a conference or something. Have you ever like met somebody that was just like super confident, super certain, super just like, bam, you didn't even see they were confident. You're just, cause they didn't, it wasn't like fake confidence. It's just like, this is who I am. Like certain. And then have you ever, can, have you ever met someone probably maybe at the same event that just seemed like really shy, really insecure. Like they just seem like they have really low self-esteem. Like maybe you already wanted to like help them. And can you imagine if they both said the same thing to you? They both said like, I'm going to speak at that event next year. But the confident person said it like, I'm going to be on that stage next year. And you believed them. Interesting. Think about that. Have you ever had an experience where someone that's extremely confident and certain says something about what they're doing and you immediately believe them? So what caused that belief in them? You or them? And then contrast that against the person that's really shy and insecure. And they're like, I really want to get on that stage. Do you think I could do that? Do you believe them? Probably not. So again, this can be a really hard pill for people to swallow. That maybe the reason that someone doesn't have that belief in you, again, maybe, is because that lack of faith still exists in you. And I cannot tell you how many entrepreneurs I have spoken to that at first their spouse wasn't on board, but that entrepreneur had so much faith and so much conviction in themselves and their vision that in time, their spouse had no choice but to see it. They just had no choice. And that's the final takeaway here. Your goal is not to convince anybody. It's not to change them. You've seen how, much, how hard it's been to change yourself. Can you only imagine how hard it is to change somebody else? You can't convince them. And that's not the goal, especially if you want to preserve your marriage. Has it helped so far? So you want to let them be in their perspective. You want to have compassion and understanding that it's, that their perspective is there because they're doing the best they know how. They, they love you. It is not, it's not an interpretation of not love. See, that's the thing is they're supporting you in other ways and they're loving you in other ways, but someone's lack of support does not have anything to do with love. Now you may choose to interpret it that way, but ask them do you not love me? Right. You know, maybe a different conversation, but support and love can be two very different things. This could simply be coming out of fear, their own worry, their own doubts, their own insecurities. But if this is really triggering us, if it's really stopping us, it's simply an indicator that there is doubt still within us. 
And they're just reflecting back what you're feeling inside. By the way, you start carrying around that in your life and be powerful for your transformation that the people you interact with just become mirrors for your life. They'll shine, reflect back what's going on within you. So your goal is not to change anybody. Your goal is not to fix anybody. Your goal is not to convince anybody, but rather to focus so much on your own belief on owning this vision 100%. I'm going to give you, I've done this before, but I'm going to show you what this feels like in a moment. But just to own it and be it and live it so much and so often that it becomes contagious. That's the way. It becomes so contagious that the people around you have no choice but to get on board because they see the difference and they see results, they see growth, they see progress, they see evidence, but that evidence comes in time. And you won't have that evidence if your belief isn't there pure, 100% intact first. So they will come around in time eventually, eventually, but it always starts with you. So how do we know when we have that belief? Well, you gotta think of the thing that you want. In other words, like, what's the first milestone or result that you would like that would really give you evidence that you're on the right path, moving in the right direction. And if you're, you know, have the opportunity here to like pause and write that down, that would be really good. What's the first milestone or the next milestone in my business that would give me evidence that I'm on the right path? And it has to be a result. It has to be something that you'll know it when you see it. Like money, followers, sales, customers, feedback, something specific, okay? And then we wanna ask ourselves, how certain do we feel right now that that's going to happen? How do you feel when you think about that? What's the probability of that happening? Now, don't worry about time right now because time is a funky thing. It's an illusion anyways. People always are asking me like, well, in how much time? Forget about time. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen in six months from now, but it's going to happen. So that's all that matters. No, 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 no. But I'm in a rush. I need to do it now. Yeah. How's that urgency working for you? You like living your life that way? So... Notice and check in for a moment how that feels. Does it feel certain? Do you feel confident? Do you feel like there's a 100% belief? You may say, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it feels a little uncertain. Okay. Well, let me ask you another question. Serious question. Just be present to this question. Is the sun going to rise tomorrow? Is the sun going to come up and set tomorrow? Whatever day it is that you're listening to this, is it going to come up and set tomorrow? When I ask this to people in person, they respond and the response is as simple as, yeah, that's 100% certainty. There's not belief anymore. It's just truth. It's knowing. And if you don't have that same feeling associated with this next milestone, you're actually delaying it from coming. And because you don't believe in it. And the people around you will definitely not believe in it because you don't believe in it. If you don't believe in your goals the same way that you believe that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Because here's the fact, it's like, we don't really know if the sun's going to come up tomorrow, but we still have this trust and faith that it will. It's just going to come up. Whether you're there or not tomorrow is, I'm not talking about whether you're going to be there or not. I'm saying, will the sun come up for everybody else? You know, like anything could happen in our lives and in an instant, right? But will the sun come up tomorrow? Most people just say, Yeah. Came up yesterday, it'll come up tomorrow and the next day. That level of certainty, that feeling, wherever you feel that, you need to take that emotion and you need to superimpose it over this milestone. 
Don't worry about the dates. Don't worry about the times. Don't create a deadline. That just, that's what causes the fear. That takes the uncertainty of it. I'm just saying, will you hit this next milestone? Will this happen? Yeah. It's got to be that same energy. And if it's not, if it's like, oh, oh, you know, you're already breathing heavy and making uncomfortable noises, then you don't believe in it. And if you don't believe in it, you won't accomplish it. You won't accomplish it because you won't actually do what it takes. We don't do what it takes when we don't believe that it's possible. Why would you do something if you didn't actually believe it? So you got to have that same feeling first. It starts with that. Start there, stay there, and watch the ripple effect. Watch how that begins to cause you to do things that you wouldn't have done before, to take actions that you weren't taking. And how you start to feel different, how you start to think different, you start to show up different. And when you begin to do that, the people around you start to see you differently. And when they start to see you differently, they start to believe in you differently. And then we won't, maybe, can't guarantee it, but maybe we won't be having this conversation anymore. Because that level of certainty and knowing and just operating from this truth of your success is inevitable will just be oozing out of you at such a level that it's contagious, that the people around you can't help but get on board with your vision because you're already living it. You're already owning it because in your mind, it's already real. There's no need to believe in anything because it is. In your mind, it is. It's done. It's real. Belief is irrelevant at this point because it's real. You don't need to believe that iPhones exist. You don't need to believe that there's something called the internet and that one day people will be able to broadcast radio over the internet called a podcast because it's real. And when you make your vision, your outcome, your goals, what you're up to, that real in your mind you don't need support, beliefs, affirmations, or anything because it just is. So for most, this might have been a very different perspective. Maybe what you didn't want to hear. I don't know. Let me know if this was helpful, but I know that it's different for most. And maybe this was a tough pill to swallow, but I'm not here to necessarily give what you want. I'm here to give what you need because what you need is what's going to help. So I am hoping that you listened to this with an open mind, that you tried this on, you tried a different perspective on, and you weren't just going, well, I don't agree. This doesn't fit with my model of the world, so I'm not going to try it on. That's how we don't grow, by the way. That's how we don't change. We're rejecting new ideas before we even try them on, but then we're not growing. We're not changing. So we're thinking that change is to do the same thing that we already know faster, quicker, harder, longer. No, must be willing to try different perspectives, different strategies, different ways. And this is one of them. So I hope this was a value. Please let me know. I'll be over on the Instagram waiting, <laughs> waiting patiently for your feedback. And thank you so much. And I just want to leave you with that truth. Remind you that your success is inevitable. It's only a matter of time. When you discover or rediscover that truth, just watch all the miracles that unfold in your life. Happened to me, happens to my students, and I can't wait to see it happen to you. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. 
Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.